church thank you for joining us this morning um, it's christmas time we're getting close to christmas and um, it's that special kind time of the year where we put in a lot of effort with a lot of nice things um, it's really my prayer that our message this morning will help us on this road preparing um, for the birth of jesus let's pray Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this magic time of the year where we looking where we are looking forward to spend time with family and friends, where we are looking forward to celebrate your birth. Um, thank you for this amazing event that took place two thousand years ago, and for the importance of this, the way it's changing our lives and the way it can bring and give us new hope. Um, we bow our heads this morning in prayer in front of your scripture because we know that your scripture is meant to change our lives, to build up our lives, to make us the people you want us to be. Pray this in your holy name. Amen.
The scripture reading this morning is from Philippians chapter 3. Two previous Sundays I preached was also from Philippians. I never knew Philippians had so much to say about Christmas. Um, we are reading this morning Philippians chapter 3 verse 1. Further, my brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. It's no trouble for me to write the same things to you again. And it's a safeguard for you. Verse 4. Thou, I myself have reasons for such confidence. If others think that they have reason to put confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the A day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, in regard to the law, a Pharisee, as for zeal, persecuting the church, as for righteousness, based on the law, faultless. But whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. I want to know Christ, yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, <clears throat> forgetting what is behind straining towards what is ahead. I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenwards in Jesus Christ. That concludes our scripture reading. What are you excited about Christmas time? What are you looking forward to? Maybe it's visiting with friends and family. Maybe it's planning together for Christmas and Christmas meals, uh, having it with people that are important for you. Maybe, maybe you're into buying and receiving and giving. Uh, maybe gifts is your thing. What will make you really happy this Christmas? Because the Christmas message we hear a lot in this time is the words of the angels meant for the shepherds while they're tending the seed the night Jesus was born when they said, I bring you good news of great joy. And you know, one of those um, Christmas hymns we often sing is joy to the world because Christmas is a time of great joy. And now when Paul is uh, writing this letter to this um, congregation in Philippi, he's in, he's in jail. He's in Roman jail and he, he, he writes it out of prison. And when you're in prison, it gives you a lot of time to think, to reflect upon your life, what happened, to think about what's, what's coming. And then he could have easily told them how bad things are with him. He could easily moaned and groaned. He could easily complained about how unfair the suffering is he had to go through. He could easily tell them how worried he was because they were going to kill him. But he didn't. What did he say? Look at this one. It says, Further, my brothers and sisters, rejoice 
in the Lord. In Philippians, more than any other letter that Paul had written, the word rejoice, 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 are so often found that this whole letter is called the letter of joy. Um, Sixteen times in Philippians, we fi find the word rejoice in the Lord. And then Paulus go on and says, but what is it that gives me this great joy? Because true, true joy is not determined by our circumstances. It's only found in a relationship with Jesus Christ. Paul goes on in, 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 in chapter 4, verse 4, he says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. See, it doesn't matter what your circumstances are. It doesn't matter what's happening to you. Rejoice in the Lord. In chapter 2, he even says that even his coming death, even in his coming death, he can keep on rejoicing in the Lord. He, Paul discovered that true joy can only be found at one place. The angels were right when they said, I bring you good tidings of great joy. For today your Savior has been born. And that is why Paul can say, after all is said and done, at the end of the day, only one thing, only one thing is important. And that's what we get in verse 8 where he says, What is more, I consider everything a loss because it's a bathing worth of knowing Christ my Lord. And in verse 10 he says, um, I want to know Christ. Yes, that's all I want. Paul says there's nowhere else you're going to find this joy. There's nowhere else you're going to get this peace of mind. There's nowhere else things are going to work out like this. He says he, he tried everything. He was baptized the right time, the right day, at the right, uh, in the right way. He said he was a true Israelite, accepted and fit in with his people, part of the clan. He said, I was from the tribe of Benjamin, the special tribe. Benjamin was seen as, as Jacob's special kid in a sense that he was more special than anyone else. Uh, he says he's a true Hebrew, lived morally right. It wasn't there. He said um, he, was, he, he, he was so strict. In the way he followed the law that he was a Pharisee. He did nothing wrong. He followed the law to the letter. In such a way that he was willing to persecute people that disagree with him. Willing to put people in jail. He was willing to kill people who disagree with us. He said he was impeccable in law keeping. And still it didn't give him any joy. Still he didn't help. Paul, Paul said he did, he did all the right things. What was expected of good church people. And it was skubala. Interesting Greek word, which means garbage, <laughs> which means thrash. He said, trash, you can, you can just throw it away in a trash. It's got no value in bringing you everlasting joy and peace. To build your faith. To build a relationship with Jesus Christ. All these things he worked so hard for that he thought was important for. All the things he lived for in his quest to be happy could not give him peace and joy. 
did not set him free. Couldn't help him become a better man. I don't know what you're trying to do to become better, to improve. What I know from this that's the scripture that Paul says is that our human effort is not going to help. Things that we think is important is not going to help. Because the answer lies somewhere else. Paul says if you if you put everything together, then there's only one thing that you need to discover that's going to make a difference. To know Christ, my Lord, surpasses everything in value. Only Jesus can save. Nothing is more important than that. The angels spoke the truth. Go to Bethlehem is the invitation. There's the saviour of the world. There's your saviour. Meet your saviour. Maybe that's why the shepherds go, went. Maybe that's why, why um, the wise men came with gifts. Maybe that's why King Herod wanted to kill him. Because he wanted to be, be the saviour. Only Jesus can save. Nothing else. Paul discovered that when you got to know Christ, everything take on a different value. It isn't wrong. It's just not that important anymore. And that's why he says in verse 10, he says, I want to know Christ, yes, to know the power of his resurrection. All I wish is to know Christ. All I wish is to know him more. All that I know will bring real joys to know Christ, experience the power of his resurrection and participate in his suffering, becoming like him in his death and so somehow attaining to the, the resurrection from the dead. Paul says he's definitely different. Paul says um, the angels told it the first time. This is good news. This is good news of great joy. Paul says, um, and, 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 and only if you come to know him, only if you build a relationship with him, you will discover it, you will find it out for yourself. Because sometimes, sometimes if we're honest, we are a bit suspicious about God, a bit afraid of him. Difficult to trust him, unsure what we can expect from him. He's definitely more. Much more than what you think. You know, to know someone, you've got to spend time with someone. To listen to them, listen to their stories, listen to their art, listen to what's, what's making them happy in life, listen to what makes them tick. And I, I'm quite fond of Eugene Peterson that... Uh, that's written the message and a lot of other um, books. And at his funeral a few years ago, one of his sons said about him that his dad believed good news always plays best, plays out best in relationships. Good news about Jesus is only going to play out in your relationship with him. Nowhere else. You've got to get to know him. That's what Paul says. I, I want to know him more. I, I want to experience him more. Which means I want to experience the power of his resurrection. I want to discover that suffering isn't this cruel, pointless exercise. But that, but that Jesus himself suffered. 
and died and that he understand this and know what we're going through because he went through that and he's with us in our suffering he says I, I want to understand that our life on earth is not all there is it doesn't end the day you die Jesus rose he lives again and, and, and we can start to think different about death. It's not the end. Paul goes on. He says, you know, the thing is, I'm not there yet. <laughs> uh, there's so much more I can be and become. And I know sometimes I struggle in my own life with that because sometimes I don't see the fruit I want there to be there. Sometimes I'm not the man I, I, I want to be. And in verse 12 to 14, Paul writes, and, 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 and when he writes about, uh, about that, he says, Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, I forget what's behind and strain towards I, I i'm untying things that hold me back i'm working on it i'm it's still happening in me i'm not going to stop we must keep on walking on this road to jesus and i know a lot of you have tried other paths other options and none of them had real answers i know that one of Eugene Peters' other kids at his funeral said that his dad only had actually one message. He remember when he was a small kid, his dad would come into his room at night and would tell him, God loves you. He's on your side. He's coming after you. He'd stayed with him for the rest of his life. God is with you. He loves you. He's coming after you. Angels were right. Do not be afraid. Because look, I bring you great news, good news of great joy that is destined for all people. Today, the Savior is born, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, that you were born to save us, that you came to earth to save us, that you give yourself so that we can understand what is real joy a real peace and the real meaning of life. Thank you for Christmas time that reminds us of this. Help us not, help us to look further than decorations and lights and gifts and meals and help us to acknowledge you as the Savior, the only Savior of our lives. Pray this in your holy name. Amen. You have the opportunity to bring your offerings. You see all the options available. May this Christmas time, may the prepara your preparations on the way to Christmas be special this year. May you be reminded of, of your Savior that was born. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he shine his countenance upon you and give you peace. Enjoy in this Christmas time. Amen.